This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. There's a couple of highlights from last night, Key. There's no, I'm still waiting for it as we're watching it here. Good morning, everybody. Morning. But, but as we're marveling at the highlights of Trey Young from last hey, night. great scenic shot of the Brooklyn beautiful. Bridge in New York City. Yeah, it's a beautiful morning in the New York City. The Lower East Side here at Seaport. As we, <laughs> You're going into your announcer voice as we already? slide into talking about the Atlanta Hawks and Keyshawn, the Milwaukee Bucks. J. Will, and Zubin. And Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Here at the top of the morning, that was a scenic shot of the Brooklyn Bridge. And our partner here, Alan Hahn, is going to take us through last night's game as we talk about the marvelous Trey Young. <laughs> the Hawks are that team that we keep maybe over or, or underestimating, overlooking, underestimating, whatever it is, is constantly we're picking the other team to win the series. And then in game one, right after game one's over, it's, wait a minute, are we sure? And just watching Trey Young play and how the only thing I could do, the word that I can think of, Key, is comfortable. Like, have you seen a player at that le- – now, we're at the final four of the NBA. It's not like yeah. it's the first round. It's not yeah. like it's a regular season. It's the f- I mean, this is like where you start getting a little it's nervous, only- a little tight. You know, you know everybody's watching. And he's like that, that behind-the-back flip to Kevin Herter. Like, the, the, the well, one-hand pass. Like, the- he's just so comfortable on the basketball court. But the game has slowed down for him, clearly. Like, when, when you think about when he came into the league, the game was probably a little faster. Things were moving around a little faster. Now he's used to the NBA. He understands what the playoffs is all about. He's gotten a couple um, – he's advanced, obviously, since the Knicks took care of the six. Now you know. It's like, oh, okay, my, my game is surpassing the speed of the playoffs. Each round I'm getting better and more comfortable in the situation. And that's the great ones. Eventually, as we talk about great players down the line in their careers – you look at how many playoff appearances they've been in, how many championships they've been in, and they just continue to get better every single time. The Kobe Bryant, the Michael George, all of these, it didn't happen for them overnight. It happened for them gradually throughout those playoffs, those rounds, and all of a sudden it's like everything is just comfortable. But isn't that what happens? It's like the regular seasons where you kind of make your name, playoffs where you make your fame. Absolutely. Right? That's where, yeah. where, what you do on the biggest stage is where you start getting that recognition. So as we've seen Trey Young now at, at this young age, early in his career, get to a point now where he does he can do what he does against some of the best. I, I was telling well, you, Evan, take your, you take your regular season game to the postseason. And then it, and take and it, it up and, a notch, and, though. And it, lifts, and it goes up a notch. And more people are watching, so there's yeah, more appreciation. Absolutely. Is Trey Young a superstar? No, are, not, are we saying, not, you know what, this is the emergence of a superstar right before our eyes? What, what he is is he's on – the trajectory to becoming a star player, for sure. What makes a superstar then? Well, it's a lot. For my definition, a superstar is a whole. It's a it's a laundry list of things, including on court performance, off the court, box office. Right. Can I move the needle? Can he move the needle? If he walks into a room, do people go, oh, "Wow"? Takes the air out. Yeah, that, yeah. that you know, like you were when Magic came in mm-hmm. the other day on our show. Mm-hmm. It's like. 
hey, Magic, you're here. I want to talk to you. But it took you five minutes to figure that you needed to talk to him rather than staring at him. <laughs> that is a superstar. You know, in, in what you see, though, in Trey Young is you see, for me, I see Steph Curry is what I see. I see Steph Curry. And, and I remember, obviously, because of the relationship that I had with Kobe and, and being in the leagues at the same time and all of the – Michael Jordan saw Kobe Bryant, but he saw Michael Jordan. And I'm sure Steph Curry sees Trey Young and he sees Steph Curry. And that's kind of what you're seeing. You're like looking and going, man, that's the same guy. Like Kobe, Just in a different uniform. Kobe emulated Jordan to a and point he where he emula- walked like and, him. And he is emulating – Steph Curry, you just gotta you gotta see it and watch it now. Now remember, I just said this at six oh four a.m. in the morning. Now I don't want everybody else using my stuff and starting to say this, but everything from the shimmies <laughs> to the comfort level to some of the way he passes the ball like Steph Curry. Now he doesn't you shoot just, like Steph Curry. Steph Curry is a prolific shooter. Man, Trey dude, is a opportunistic it. shooter. He's getting there. He's getting Trey there. makes the shots like he makes big shots, but he's not a high percentage three point shooter like he's Curry. Get, just but like he's getting there. Insane. He's getting there. Okay. Steph Curry was building houses seven years ago with bricks. Seven years ago, maybe it was maybe a little longer, maybe nine years ago, maybe nine years ago. You pull up some of Steph Curry highlights, or watch some of his games from nine years ago. He was building houses with a lot of bricks, and then eventually it became that's my signature, it's my thing. All right, can I? Can I? I'll take yours. Your comparison. I'm gonna take it another level. Mm-hmm. We're old enough to remember the show, The Super Friends cartoon. Yeah, you remember the Super Friends, right? They had the, yeah, right. The Wonder Twins. Wonder Twins. They, they had, activate. but they had the the Legion of uh, the. Uh, they had the Hall of Justice, where mm-hmm. again it was a Superman. It Those was are my Aquaman. Yeah, it was Aquaman Wonder Woman, was all that Wonder stuff, Woman. right? Wonder Woman. And then there was the Legion of Doom, which was kind of like the reverse. Of yeah, the super friends. Bad guys. The bad guys. Mm-hmm. And some of, some of the bad guys were like the reverse, like, the like a guys. reverse Superman, yeah. right? That's why I think Trey Young is more of a Legion of Doom version of Steph Curry. Because Steph Curry has more of that likability where Trey has a little more of a swagger that makes you like, man, how can you not hit this guy? How can because they not stop this guy? It almost is frustrating to watch. Because As much as he's an amazing player to watch, there's, there's that other factor about him. I mean, he's... Shimmy in before taking a three, staring you down. Nobody covers him, and but he you drills sound, three. But, but <laughs> you sound like a reporter, though. How's that a reporter? That's because a fan. they're looking for that type of angle. If Trey Young had placed his daughter on his lap in a post-game presser when he won the championship, that maybe. moment becomes maybe. cute, maybe. and maybe. now it's like, oh man, I really like yeah, him. Maybe. Or if Steph, or if Trey Young rolls out his wife. It talks about the great cooking that they do together. <laughs> you would go, oh, I like that guy. But because he doesn't, and he's like, you know, giving it to you. Because yeah. he, he lets you know that I'm that dude. You don't now, without winning anything. Steph Curry has won, and he lets you know how good he is. But he's won. So he has the ring, so you can't say anything to him. The fact that. Trey hasn't won anything, and he's giving you the business, is why you don't like him to a degree. Or yeah. you not, I don't want to say don't yeah, like him. It's, it's not like that, don't, That's the wrong. Let me scratch yeah. that because I want to make Please sure do. that I didn't – Let me. you didn't say that. People may look at him differently because he hasn't won anything. You know that. 
as a, as a, I'll give it to you again, a writer who has done this for a very long time, when athletes show that flash, bravado, whatever it is, snack, crackle, pop, and they hadn't won anything, people don't like that. They're like, ah, you, you're just brash and arrogant right. and this, it's, that, and the other. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, the, yeah. it's the arrogance that you haven't earned yet, right? Yes. That's a, I, I, think you're, I think you're right about I that. I know I'm right. Well, you know, there is a confidence <laughs> about Trey Young. I like it. And it is something that Trey Young and the Hawks, by the way, there's an arrogance about that whole team. They have earned it along the way as they are now three rounds in, and Trey talked about where the team gets this kind of confidence from. Really just comes from, I mean, the leaders. Uh, we all, all the leaders, we really believe in each other. And uh, the leaders of this team, um, from Nate down, uh, we all just believe. And when you have a group that really believes in each other and really is fighting on the court for each other, um, anything can happen. And I think our team really believes that, and, and it's, it's been working. It certainly has been. Now, how about this? The Hawks have won three straight now road game ones in the playoffs. And Trey Young, in those game ones, averaging 38 points in those game ones. His 115 points in game ones now are the fourth most by any player in the first three game ones of a single postseason. Mm. Like, this is what they're doing. I mean, he, they, he's opened the playoffs now with 13 straight games with at least 20 points and seven assists. He went for like 40 and 11 in this game. The longest such streak in NBA postseason history was his sixth 30-point playoff game on the road, the most in a player's first career postseason in NBA history, all that from Elias. He got some of, so. that, he got some of the AI in him, too, though. Yeah. He got some, yeah, of, that, yeah, he got no, some no. of the AI in him. I mean, there's no doubt about it. But, again, the question is, Terry Young, is he a superstar in your mind? 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. J. Will will join us in the 7 o'clock hour. All guests join us. Wake up, Jay! On the Goodyear hotline. So, coming up into the NFL, the, the baker is cooking up a contract extension. Ooh, yes, in the I kitchen. See what you did there. Yeah, we'll tell you the latest on that next. KJZ ESPN Radio and on Sirius XM Channel 80. Who is your favorite to win the AFC North after what transpired in the NFL draft? Yeah, speaking of balance, the Cleveland Browns. I can't believe I'm saying it, but it is. Baker, uh, he has to be better. More from Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin next. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. 
Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Jeez. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> what are you talking about? What's wrong with what? What you're wearing. Do you, you realize what time? What time was the game over? Game was, by the time we got out of there, it was overtime now. Okay. So, and it was hard, you know, I mean, the building was, we were going nuts for a while. Nassau Coliseum last night, Islanders get an overtime win to force game seven. So you just rolled I was there and I just, I didn't, well, I just I, laid down for a bit. Clearly you didn't change. Got up and got to work. You're so disgusting. What, what was I supposed to do? By the time I got home, I looked at the clock going, man, take your ass, make any man, sense. take your ass to shower. I showered before the game. In I'll shower after this. Shower before yeah. the game, after the game, during the game, whatever. And change. I'm fine. I'll change after. I'm good. It smells a little like beer. Yeah, it still does. It was, so a, you just, it was a beer so, shower. So it was you unbelievable. Had, so you basically had two or three hours and then you came in. I didn't have maybe maybe up almost two. But you, you don't – after something like that, how do you sleep? I was so – I was charged up. So jacked up on Mountain Dew. What it is was it a now? lot of fun. What, what's the, what is it? What's this? The, it's, it's 3-3. It's game three, seven. 3 three, game seven. Friday's game seven. And you said you will come with me, you and Jay – to the Stanley Cup final if they win game seven. Jay might be covering the NBA finals, though, right? <clears throat> oh, damn, you're right. Yeah, he might well, be. then you can go. As long as I get what I need. D. Wood was there. We had a great time. He almost, I saw. I he saw. Almost, I saw. <laughs> hey, I, I don't mind taking Jay's ticket if uh, they make it to the. Still, you would come Stanley. only to root against both Yeah, teams. absolutely I would. Like, you would you. probably. Steele would wear a Penguins jersey to the Stanley Cup finals and the Penguins aren't playing. Got to get him just let, just let the Just let uh, Vegas Golden Knights. <laughs> Make it there. I got a, I got a flower. One night's uh, shrink. Uh, got to get there first, Han. All right, putting the cart before the horse a little better. All right? Listen, let's, I just let's want to win confirm. game seven first. Let's, let's win game seven before we start handing will, out tickets here. I'm not handing yeah, out tickets. I, I, I told you. SUV. Done. Security. I have, ta- I have cleared this all with the Islanders. They great are ready food, to host you. Great food beforehand, all that. I'm, I'm you know. No, we, yeah. As long as I'm not out of the town. The Grant Thornton VIP lounge is filled not, with As long as I don't have to be out of town, we good. We had a lot. I mean, a lot of people. You know, the Karate Kid, Ralph Macchio, he's there every game. Kevin wow. Love, Kevin Love goes to these games. He's yeah, at these games. I'm not a Ralph guy, but let's go. We've got we've Move got along. actors. <laughs> a whole nother kid, reason. That's a whole LA thing. Yeah, it's a whole nother conversation. That's a shame. <laughs> All right, then we move on. Um, Baker Mayfield is a is a guy that I think is looking. He's not. I think he definitely is looking. To get paid, as there is a lot of players, you know, coming up in the in the league, a lot of guys from that draft class, the quarterbacks, that are looking to get paid. It's not Scott Bayo. I'm talking. <laughs> you be quiet. You said it loud enough for me to hear. Jeez. It. So Baker Mayfield's agent, Jack Mills, here hustling, <laughs> was uh, told Tony Grassi, who's uh, from our ESPN Cleveland affiliate. He said this: "We're not going to be dragging it out." I think there's been enough contracts done for quarterbacks lately that give us a pretty good idea of what the market is. Mm-hmm. But I think something will be done this summer as far as trying to get a deal done. I don't know if it'll get done. It's something that would be pretty much in the team's control. Saying that the market has been set suggests what, what is he comparing what Baker Mayfield's type, what a Baker Mayfield kind of contract would look like? Are we talking Dak Prescott? Every uh, what do I always say? Plus or minus? Yeah, that's just what it is. There's nothing you can do about it. Jay Will uh, said, "No, I'm not giving." And, and Marcus Spears, same thing with me. No, I'm not doing. No, you're not doing it, but they are. If they're going to retain him, plus or minus, that's what it's going to be. And when I say plus, slightly above, 
minus slightly below. That's what it's going to be. If I get if if that I don't even know all the numbers in my head, but if somebody has just did their contract and it's a hundred guarantee, mm-hmm. I may go ninety nine and a half, or I may go one one hundred three. It it's right within reason. But I'm certainly not going fifty and seventy five. No, that's not going to happen. And that's the reality in the world. And I know you can't. <clears throat> it's always the, who's the next one's going to get paid. It's, you're going to get. A, it's not necessarily the next one. There's a bunch of them now because it's not just Baker. It's in that not draft necessarily class. the next one. Yeah. It's the marketplace in which you're in at that po- point in time. Because if the market was down, then he would be down. The market's up, so he's going to be up. And it's also, again, relative to the market, relative to the team and franchise. And how long they've been waiting? It doesn't. It doesn't. Does he still have? He still has to have a good year, though. I mean, he's still. Play, he's is still, he playing he's for? He's going it? to play for a but good is year. He, he's going to he, have a good year. Is he, well, you're saying that, but is he playing for a contract? Or is no. he? Is he? Is you? You telling me that like he's not? He has nothing else to prove. All he has to They're do is do. What he, all he has to do is do what he did last year. That's well, it. Well, the second half of last year. Even the first, he had a good season. Okay. Even his first half was good. It wasn't great. No, it was it, it was, was good. It was manageable. It was later on where you started to feel like he really was it fluent start, in the no, offense. The, the, okay, so here's here's what I like to always tell people. For the most part, Baker Mayfield did the same damn things the second half as he did the first half. The only difference is they started winning at a clip that made you go, Oh, this team looked different. So this is a Trey Young did, thing? Trey Young is different. only doing what he's done all season. We're just noticing it now because they're winning in the playoffs? It's a, it, it, your, your mind tell you something different. That's all it is. Baker Mayfield, for the most part, the first half of the season, mm-hmm. was basically doing the same thing, helping his team win, completing balls, a turnover every now and then, mm-hmm. a nice throw in the back of the end zone to Landry, but then as they started winning, oh, the Browns won again? Yeah. Oh, the Browns yeah. won again? Yeah. Oh, the Browns almost beat Kansas City. Ooh, did you see Baker Mayfield? Your eyes are telling you there's something different. When in all honesty, it's the same thing. All right, well, let's make this straight talk by straight talk wireless because it's not only Baker who's going to be looking for the contract and the quarterbacks from that draft class. What other players – will be playing. Now, you say Baker's not playing, but how about this year in 2021, this coming season, what players are playing for a contract? Who's playing for his money right now? Well, let's stay with his team. Both guys, OBJ and Landry. Because if OBJ comes back and becomes OBJ with the blonde hair and kicking of the net, which I love, (laughs) then they've got to think about extending his contract and taking a look at his numbers because he will be heavily underpaid compared to the other receivers in the league. Uh, his teammate, Jarvis Landry as well. What happens with that? Can we keep two receivers at $25 million That's a, a big piece? question, right? A piece. Right. Because if OBJ gets 25, I'll take 23. And then I'll get the other two from OBJ somehow. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the way Landry's going to think about mm-hmm. it. And OBJ vice versa. So that's an issue that they've got to figure out how to address. And they can because you play with the salary cap, you play with numbers, you can pay whoever you want to pay. Then you think about it, um, let's go to Saquon Barkley at the Giants. His, his opportunity is to come back off an ACL at the running back spot. The only guy that I could think of off the top of my head that had a career like Saquon in the beginning and then eventually got hurt was Adrian Peterson. But Adrian Peterson came back and Adrian Peterson looked like Adrian Peterson yeah. with no problem at all, even better. So he's playing for a huge contract, 
And it's gonna and not only that, if he can help the Giants get to the playoffs and help Daniel Jones become the guy that they got when they drafted and they thought that that was the guy, it helps his contract situation. Uh, Allen Robinson from the Chicago Bears. If all of a sudden right? he's on the franchise tag playing for $17 million, which is below market value for a player of his production, you look at what he's capable of doing, no matter who the quarterback is, he's been consistent. But how important will he be, especially if Justin Fields is the one that takes over? He could also Extremely have more important. value based Extremely on important. who's the quarterback. Extremely important. So right. he's looking to have a big cash-in day. Then you think about the Kyler Murray, Arizona Cardinals, what's going to happen there? They're in a tough division, okay? There's a decision not only to be made on a long-term extension, but also on a fifth-year option pickup right. that'll need to be made. And if he goes out there and he leads the charge in Cliff Kingsbury and, and hold on to his job, because if they falter, I'm predicting Cliff Kingsbury gets fired. And if that happens, now all of a sudden Kyler Murray doesn't have the guy that made an offense it, it, just for him. Just for him. It and turns into change. something different. Now a coach comes in and says, well, I, I don't really want this guy. Yeah, I don't know if I can win with this guy. But right. if he takes him to the playoffs, even a wild card berth, mm-hmm. just the, 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 the last team barely slip in, that's, that's more improvement and that's more than what the Cardinals have had in recent years. Now we're talking long-term extension. And that would say a lot in that division. For them yes. to be able to do that and him yes. to be able to do that in that division against those, those teams, especially those quarterbacks. And I, know I'm missing, and I know I'm missing some guys. Robert Woods out in L.A., uh, I believe he's up for contract extension, and he's terrific in terms of everything that embodies a professional wide receiver. People always say, why are you always putting Robert Woods on the list? Because he's a pro, man. It ain't got nothing to do with him being USC and L.A. He's a real pro. Like, that dude can play yeah, football. When you, when you say it like that, especially like he's a from real, you. Like, he's a real yeah. player. But that's what people should listen. If you say you yourself. They you, get caught up in the hype, though. Oh, he had 105 catches and yeah. 13 t- No, 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 no. I want him to be opposite of me. I want to play with him. Yeah. That's a real pro. And that you saying that is the highest compliment because you would know, number one, trust your eyes. So I, I would definitely do that. That's something that's definitely a name you keep on the list. All right, that's Straight Talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Coming up every year, eight teams are faced with the challenge of going from worst to first. So who is likely to make that leap this year? We'll discuss that after Key has this from Hulu. Still wearing the clothes from last night. No, Damn, kidding. Still pounding on that remote control night after night. Hulu has all the shows and movies you love. And before you ask, <laughs> do they have The Handmaid's Tale or Grey's Anatomy or Sports Center? The answer is simply yes. Whether you're into live sports or news or award-winning originals and premium channels, it's time to have Hulu. Hulu plans start at $5.99 for thousands of shows, movies, and Hulu's originals. And you can add other premium channels and live TV. And it's all on the same app, so you're not having to download a million different things. Not at all. Keep the drama on your TV and keep streaming simple. It's time to have Hulu. Restrictions do apply. If they don't make it to the Super Bowl, it's a big disappointment. And if you think about last year again because of COVID, it's really remarkable what they accomplished. The teams will approach you a little bit differently. You know, you're kind of the team everyone's watching now, so there's different degrees of expectation. There's more external noise. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Jay's going to join us in the 7 o'clock hour. Wake up, Jay. And right now, he's up. He's probably watching us, getting himself ready. And right now, let's discuss some things that I we can expect. Wake up, Jay. You just want you like saying that. Wake up, Jay could be like a segment. Yeah, wake up, Jay. Name of a show. Ring his doorbell at his hotel room. I think he has a doorbell. Is it or that, whatever that the knock or whatever? Some, you never some did. Hotels that I just call his room. We'll just call call his room call from, call his room right from now. on air. Yeah, let's oh, do that. Great. You know, I love playing. Hello. You Play with. That, oh, that's you're a creep. You get that sleepy. Hello. Oh, nah. Hello. No, don't say what? anything. Just keep calling the room. <laughs> and hang up. <laughs> That's the worst. You used to do it as a kid. I know I did. The fans probably did that when they knew what room you were in, too. You weren't using your fake name. So what is the countdown now to training camp? Do we have it? We keep, we're supposed to be keeping, uh, keeping up on this. Uh, that would be camp? Evan, the It's producer. less than a month now, right? Camp's open. When does, Evan, that when's the first Evan, camp Evan, open, our Evan? producer. Evan? Evan's Googling right yep, now. Yep, I am. I knew I'm it. Googling. Stall uh, for Google. Uh oh, yeah. I'm about to use my. Hang go-to. on, you guys talk. I'll I'll look this up. He's going to Google while we talk. <laughs> I'm going to use my go-to on him. You better hurry up. Oh no, don't do that. That's the only reason right. why the guy got the job. He's not up yet. I can't text him for the answer. <laughs> Barry would know, but you, you still we are getting closer to training camps, and of course NFL really uh, a season that we're looking forward we to are, on many levels. It's got to, it's less than a month for we sure. We are twenty. Six days away from the opening day of first training camp. 26? Yes. So it's that much closer. So with that in mind, we want to see what teams are going to make the leap from are you awful sure? to I'm bad. not 100% sure. I'm pretty that sounds close, good. Though. July 27, 2021 is when the Cowboys and the Steelers, because they're playing in the Hall of Fame game, can report so to July training camp. July 27th. So, today is the 24th. Yeah, so 33 days. 33. So I was little, close. You were close. I was close. See, I, if we would have just let that go, people would have believed you. No. You said it with conviction. No, they would have been like... Show. He doesn't even. He's How spinning out the night. He, he, he doesn't even nothing. know. He's lying. He doesn't to do us. any research at all. He doesn't do any research. Terrible He's the one show. guy on the show that's supposed to know, and he doesn't know. What a terrible show. What a terrible I never show. watch. I, ne- I never he watch. Really, every but day. You tweet every day. <laughs> okay, go ahead, man. So, Evan, let's talk about. Uh, the teams that we think could go from worst to first. Yeah, and and from first and from first to worst. To worst. So more likely to happen. We'll do this for each of the divisions. Key more likely to happen. Seahawks finish last, or the 49ers finish first in the NFC West. I would say 
Seahawks finishing last. That's more likely to happen because of the division. Than, than the Niners winning the division? Yeah. You don't see that, huh? Yeah. So you think the Rams, it's the Rams division to win? It should be because the Rams traded everything to get the one guy. But what if the Rams have an injury? That's why. The, I, I, do you see the Seahawks being worse than the Cardinals? Cardinals are good, man. All right, so who are they going to be They worse? battle in that division. So the Seahawks, you already believe, are the worst team in that division. No, I don't believe they're the worst it's team in the division. It's a good division, so being worse in that division I, doesn't mean you're going to be bad. It's most likely to happen. Doesn't mean it's going to. Nice try, reporter. <laughs> What's next, Dev? NF- NFC South, Saints finish last or Falcons finish first? What's more likely to happen? I know what I think. I would say that, that the Saints finishing last. Exactly. And if that happens, something really went wrong with yeah. James Winston. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that one for sure. What else we got? NFC East was a division last year where the team from worst went to first mm-hmm. with the Washington football team. So more likely to happen, Washington football team goes from first to worst or the Eagles go from worst to first? I would say Washington. From first to worst. Because the Cowboys are back in the division now. And And the Giants should be better. And Washington. Washington Washington will be good on defense. But but their defense is injury prone, which could lead to them then struggling. But their defense isn't like that anyway, though. Their defense is good. But when I say like that, like we're not talking about all-time Baltimore Ravens, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Chicago Bears, Pittsburgh Steelers defense. That defense got pretty nasty late in the The defense is good. Yeah. But those defenses I just named. Oh, no, no, they're even, not an all-time. You wouldn't even, even all-time defense. Even though. if Tom Brady did walk in there during the playoffs, he'd have walked away with an L with them having a bad offense. That That's just, you know, okay. that's why I say the defense is okay. The defense is not good enough to carry the team to another divisional title with the Cowboys back in the Giants and the getting Giants better. better. Okay, yeah, I agree with you there too. We, right. are, we are three for three right now. You guys have said that more likely the team that finished first will go to last. Let's see if we can change that. Okay. Packers finish last or Lions finish first? <laughs> What's more likely to happen? Come on. I think we're going four for four here. Yeah, we're four for four, man. Stop it. I mean, that, you know, the Packers, yeah. even with Aaron Rodgers, even with Blake Bortles at quarterback, they – come on, stop. What would it take for I, the I Lions to finish five, first? Five what, would the, what would it take for the Lions to finish first in the division? It, it, it would take for the other three teams – Catastrophic injuries. To not play football. <laughs> And that's not because that's <laughs> right. not because the Lions been historically bad. They're not, rebuilding. Yeah, they're not ready. But, they're not but ready. Key, you've said that they have the best quarterback in the division if Aaron Rodgers doesn't play. Doesn't that go for something? Yeah, but they ain't got nothing else right now. <laughs> they ain't got nothing else. They got they're a first bite time kneecaps, first though. time head coach, first time defensive coordinator. Even though Dan Campbell was an interim head coach, it's not it, that doesn't no no. Doesn't they mean got, anything. They got a lot more to do. He was yeah. an interim in Miami for six games. All right, four for four in the NFC. Let's yeah, we're, the we're definitely going five for five. Titans finished last. Jaguars finished first. Like, AFC South. Like, I mean, <laughs> stop, man. Titans. All right. Yeah. What would it take for the Jaguars to finish first? Everybody in the division, again, <laughs> don't play football. They Nobody just stop. Play. They just quit. Yeah. Because just- <laughs> what? We got Indy. We forfeit. Well, Houston's there. No, yeah. the Jaguars finished first, though. No, I'm saying, but it's Titans or Jaguars. Jaguars finishing first would be so much harder no, to do. That's why I said everybody. But then I said Houston's I there too. Houston's so. just going to be so awful that it would take. They a lot both. The I think they're last. even matched though. That's a push. Yeah. All right, we got to push on you, this one. You guys do forget Tim Tebow did lead the Broncos to a division title and a playoff win in Denver. Only a matter of time, isn't it?
We just looking for ratings or something. Bills right finish last, or maybe the Jets finish first. What do you think, man? Come on, man, stop. The Jets ain't finishing are, no damn I, first. We are I six for six. To, see, I'm going to battle back. I'm going to say the Jets are more likely to finish first. The Bills are too good to finish last. The Jets could finish first. There's a reason to believe that could happen. The Jets aren't finishing first. But it could happen. And the Bills the are, Bills are too good to finish they're last. They're too good to finish last. They probably won't finish last. This they're is not saying battle. the Jets will finish first and the Bills finish last. They, it's one they're the going to battle for first and second place within the division with the New England Patriots. That's just my prediction. Okay. Yeah, I agree. That's why I, I can't see them finishing last, but you could make a case for the I Jets can't, somehow I finishing can't first. Not what if they traded for Aaron Rodgers? I cannot see Aaron what if they Rodgers. Got Aaron Rodgers? I, I do not see Aaron Rodgers wanting to go what if, to what the if Jets. What if they got Deshaun Watson? I do not see Deshaun Watson wanting to go to the Jets. I, I'm what if gonna, they got Joe Namath? Then go I can see <laughs> Joe <ahead>. Namath <laughs> leading the charge out of the tunnel. All right. I'm going to skip this one. Steelers finish last. Bengals finish first. I think you guys are going to say Steelers finish last. So we are seven for seven. You guys have said, well, he has said There's that no the team, team finishing last. first will finish last. Okay. But maybe we can change his mind. Last but not least. Chiefs finish last or Broncos finish first. What is more likely to happen in the AFC West? Well, it's going to be a battle if Aaron Rodgers goes to the Broncos. That's for damn sure. If that happens, Kansas City, uh, Denver's gotten closer to Kansas City than what most people think. Denver has a really solid defense with Von Miller coming back and Vic Fangio leaving the offense alone and just doing what he knows to do, which is coach the defense. They got Cortland Sutton coming back. You you know what they have in the running game. They got two big tight ends. I mean, it's a – if Aaron Rodgers goes there, Denver Broncos, they go up the charts in Vegas. Uh, it, it would change – it would change the thought process – completely the whole in AFC. the AFC. The whole AFC, yeah, right. Yeah. Sure. And in that division, of course, which is why. that's why if I'm the Denver Broncos, I'm going to give them everything. I'm going to just give them everything except the things that I really truly need. Okay, so not everything then. Well, no, I'm going to give because them they, but there's You can't give them everything because it'll things. give you a weak. You can't, you can't take a strength and make it a weakness. You can take a strength and weaken it, but you can't make it a weakness. But everything to and me. And they're going to want I can live. <clears throat> I can live with certain guys being gone. Like, I can live with a handful of guys that you may target being gone. But I, you can't strip me. Like, I can live with Patrick Sertan Jr. Uh, is it Jr. the third, whatever, Sertain? second. Yeah. I can live with him being gone because he's not there. Well, you never had him anyway. Exactly. Yeah. So I can give you that. If you're asking me to give you Chubb, I might be able to swallow that pill. Because I may be able to replace that, mm-hmm. depending on what I have behind him. But when we talk and about some the, draft picks. the more likely, it's least likely for the Chiefs to finish last. Yes, but Broncos finishing first because of the Aaron Rodgers element. Could happen. That's the one that yes, could that happen. that could happen. Yeah, no doubt about it. Keyshawn J. Wills, been presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. So let's bring Field Yates into this conversation on ESPN. The Yates, sir. NFL Insider. Field, I don't know if you were hearing much of this uh, little back and forth about what could happen, but we did finish with it's just basically a what's more likely to happen. Chiefs finishing last in their division or the Broncos finishing first in that division. And we leave the caveat, of course, of the Aaron Rodgers um, possibility of going to Denver. With that in mind, what kind of an impact, and it's all hypothetical, I know, but what kind of an impact would a trade like that have for the Broncos and also impact on the AFC in your mind? Yeah, so you know what's funny is, first of all, thanks for having me on, guys. And uh, it's always 
the NFL is the ultimate copycat league, right? Mm-hmm. So we're always trying to make whatever happened last year happen again the following year, even though what we've learned is that teams evolve and there are multiple ways to win. But last year, the Buccaneers were a quarterback away. We have, it happened to be the greatest quarterback of all time became available, but that was a roster that was ready-made to win. If you go around the NFL right now and you look at rosters that are a quarterback away but have a major quarterback question mark, then we think we know one of them is the Denver Broncos. So the, the Broncos ceiling legitimately, not, and this is not even that much of a stretch, if they had Aaron Rodgers, is to be a Super Bowl contender, which is what I think actually makes the conversation you guys were having just before I got on the line even more compelling, is that there's not a single asset that the Broncos have on their roster right now that I would be unwilling to part with. I mean, I don't, give me any, any name a player I'm okay with, including that player in a potential trade for Aaron Rodgers. Now, it becomes more prohibitive if you want to stack, you know, five or six assets yeah. together, and then you got to make a decision. If the Packers say we want Patrick Sertan the second and Jerry Judy and Bradley Chubb in a first round pick, you may balk at that. But if, they, if if the centerpiece is any one of those individual players, I'm okay with it. I mean, Denver is a team that has felt like they haven't won a Super Bowl in a long time. You know, they won one just a few years ago with Peyton Manning as their quarterback at the time and a defense that was outstanding. Mm-hmm. But this, exactly, and also like when you've won one, or in the case of the Broncos, a few. Like, I don't care if your drought's only a few years. You're clamoring for a Super Bowl more frequently than a franchise that's more desperate and starved. You know, I, I, and I shook well, my head. Keep telling what you said, though. Keep yeah, what shook, you said. I shook my head when you yeah. said, you know, some of the players. I'd, I'd give you, Phil, I'd give you Jared Judy. I'd give you Jared Judy. I'd give you okay. Patrick Sertan. And i probably, depending on what I have, I'd probably give you Nick Chubb. It may be something else in a pick scenario because it, I can always find me a Jerry Judy at the receiver position. I, 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 you know and I know, Phil, <clears throat> I can go get me a guy that can catch balls and lift the coverage. I had that same, that Jerry Judy I had in Emmanuel Sanders seven, eight years ago. That same guy. So it's not yep. – I'm not parting ways with an alpha dog wide receiver. I'm parting ways with – a serviceable receiver that's young, that's good. I still got my big cat in Sutton, mm-hmm. so I'm okay. And then I drafted the kid out of Penn State. Uh, I can't – I'm drawing a blank on his name. A.J. Hamler. Hamler. Yeah. He's there. So, you see what I'm saying? Now, in Chubb's case, you may weaken my defense a little bit on one side because of Von Miller, but I don't know what the other guy is. I may, I may feel good about putting him in there. And as far as Patrick Sartan goes, I've never had him. Mm-hmm. I took him because he was there, and I didn't want to take a quarterback because I was waiting on Aaron Rodgers. That's that's just me. Yeah. So but feel, maybe I'm crazy. Feel with that in mind. I mean, you know, again, we're, we're playing hypothetical, but now let's try to bring it into reality. I mean, if there is a move to be made, would is the are the Broncos the only team that makes sense as far as for Aaron Rodgers to go somewhere and have that immediate impact that you could turn a team into a Super Bowl champion? Not the only team. They just seem to be the team that we keep pointing back to because they don't have a if QB. you were to evaluate – yeah, that's right, because they don't have a quarterback that – like it would be – if you told me that Drew Locke was benched by the end of training camp, I, wouldn't, I would have no problem believing that. Wow. If you told me that they brought Teddy Bridgewater in and decided, hey, you know something, he's only a number two, you're not going to cut him because he's got $3 million guaranteed to him. But it's not like, you know, he's, he's even that much of a floor raiser as a number two. I could see that 
uh, be, you know, that could be the scenario as well. So other teams that we've speculated upon, I mean, remember when this all began, it was, would the Raiders make sense? And to me, they still do make sense. The difference is that the Raiders have much more public support for their own quarterback in Derek Carr. And Derek you know, has recently talked about, hey, if I'm not playing for the Raiders, I'm not playing for anybody. And obviously Derek Carr is not Aaron Rodgers, but Derek Carr is certainly a superior player to Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater, or the both of them combined, right? I mean, he has done some good things for the Raiders. It's been some of their defensive deficiencies over the past few years that have truly let them down. But there, and then the question would just be the wild cards, you know, teams that you may think their plans are set in stone for quarterback, and who knows what could happen, right? I mean, Miami drafted Tua a year ago, and they were still the most discussed landing spot if a Deshaun Watson trade ever came to life. Miami still has all those picks available in future years because of the Laramie Tunsil turned trade down this year. I mean, what if Miami says, hey, our division has an outstanding quarterback in Josh Allen. You know, the Patriots are on to something with all their defensive improvements and the potential of Mac Jones slash Cam Newton in a quarterback battle. The Jets are, you know, probably a couple of years away, but making strides. Let's go for it right now. Because if you add Aaron Rodgers to Miami, it'd be another team that I'd say to myself, all right, well, they got a chance to be right there in the mix. They may not be Kansas City, but they may not be that far behind either. So there'll be some wild cards which is why if a trade ever comes to life, it's going to rock the entire NFL because the ripple effect won't just be for the Packers and the other team involved. It'll be for every other team in some way, shape, or form. Phil Yates, ESPN NFL Insider, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. With that being said, we got a lot of quarterback battles around the NFL this upcoming season. Which one would intrigue you the most? So I think that there are ones that we're calling battles right now that we all probably agree are a matter of when, not if. Like Justin Fields will eventually be the Bears' starting quarterback, right? So that to me is is okay, but not particularly compelling because I do think it's just a matter of time. So I think there are probably two that to me are most intriguing. And it's the two where I could see the veteran, if he plays well, staving off the rookie all year, or I could see the rookie taking over by week one. That's San Francisco in New England, right? I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo at his best helped the 49ers in the Super Bowl, and they should have won that game, as we all know, against the Chiefs a few years ago. Uh, and Cam Newton, you know, he looked like a shell of himself for the second half of last season. But Bill Belichick and the Patriots have stated several times over this year that he's much further ahead he dealt with an abbreviated offseason last year, really no offseason last year. He was coming off of his own injury issues. He catches COVID early in the season, and next thing you know, the Patriots' season goes off the rails. Uh, but it wouldn't surprise me if Trey Lance shows out in training camp and makes a very difficult decision for the 49ers, a good decision because he's playing really well. And same with Mac Jones. I mean, Mac Jones, for all the – talk about whether he would have been too much of a reach for the 49ers at pick three. Mac Jones is a really good player. And the fact that he fell into the Patriots' lap at pick 15 has set them up for a situation where if he is good enough to take the job on right away, he'll become the best bargain in the NFL for the next four years, making less than $4 million per season. So those are the two battles I think are most intriguing. And I think that each of them has a chance to last the entirety of training camp. Like, I don't I think feel. any 
quarterback leave running it right away there, with the job. We'll catch Field and NFL Live He's today at 4 o'clock. <laughs> Coming up next, Stars Born in the NBA playoffs. We'll discuss. Field was on a roll. He was on a roll. <laughs>